Hello and welcome to the Collective Wisdom Podcast, the podcast that explores how to be a wiser version of yourself. This is a podcast that helps you to tap into your own inner wisdom and find the answers within you for how to live your best life. I'm your host, Kat Preston. I'm a certified life coach and I help people to turn down the noise in their heads and tune into the wisdom in their hearts. Every week I'll be asking my guests to tell their stories about what they've learned along the way and share some of their wisdom with us. I'm so thrilled you can join us. This episode of Collective Wisdom is brought to you by Forever Projects, a non-profit set up by Mark and Anna Domkins after they had returned to Australia having spent three years teaching in Tanzania where they adopted three children. Seeing firsthand some of the work that was being done by the orphanage Forever Angels to prevent children being abandoned in the first place, Mark and Anna started by simply sharing some of the stories of hope and optimism with family and friends back at home and were inspired by the response to Dare to Dream Bigger. They took that little seed of a dream and today Forever Projects works alongside four local agencies in Tanzania helping women to get access to healthcare and education when they most need it and empowering them to create a sustainable future for themselves and their families to live the life of dignity and hope they deserve. Through the power of the collective, they've been able to send over a million dollars to Tanzania to help transform lives forever. You can find out more about how to donate or become a subscriber to this inspiring project that is transforming lives at foreverprojects.org. 100% of your donation goes directly to helping those who really need it, which is why this sponsorship takes the form of a gift exchange. Mark exchanged his valuable time to share the remarkable story of the journey he and Anna have been on, and you can hear all about that wisdom in episode 15. And in return, I'm here to spread the word about their incredible project. Thanks so much to Mark and Anna and the team at Forever Projects for the inspiring work they're doing. Hey there, my wise friends, and welcome to episode 20 of the Collective Wisdom podcast. So here we are at the end of season two. I can't quite believe where the time has gone, and I'm so, so grateful to all the incredibly kind and wise guests who have shared their stories and their wisdom so generously with me so far. And of course, the biggest thank you should go to you for joining me. It's a real privilege to know that you're listening in, and I really do appreciate you all for taking the time to listen in. One act of simple kindness I would love is if you could spare the time to either leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast, or if you have any suggestions for guests you'd love to hear from, please, please, please reach out. It's always such a pleasure to hear from you. I'm rounding off this season with a real gem. Donna Easton has many achievements to her name, but it's her latest venture, Life Shine, which runs wellness and creativity classes for kids that we're talking about today. Donna has an incredible sense of fun, as you'll hear, but her message is that we can all find a bit more joy and wonder in our lives by reconnecting with the child inside all of us, even if that means stripping off and dancing around the living room in your pants. I hope you enjoy this conversation and Donna's stories as much as I did and that it might inspire you to do something just a little bit crazy this week to spark some joy in your own life. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to seeing you in season three.
So I've got an amazing guest for you today. Donna Easton is the founder and creative brains behind Lifeshine, an amazing new business venture with a mission to open up a world where people of all ages can enjoy confidence, expression, presence, and joy. All with the beautiful tagline, your life is a joy, make it shine. Lifeshine offers virtual classes for kids, which were totally free during the extended lockdown when the kids were home from school, and will soon be rolling out classes for adults as well to re-engage with their true sense of fun and play. Donna has honed her creative talent, people skills, and all-round heart-centered approach as head of commercial for Move It, the world's biggest annual dance event. But it wasn't always that way. Being told at school that she had about as much intelligence as, and I quote, a bale of hay, unsurprisingly created a narrative for Donna that she didn't have much to offer the world. Thankfully, using joy and her sense of fun as her compass, Donna has more than dispelled that lie and brings all that infectious energy with her into any room she enters. I first met Donna when we joined Jess Huey's Transformational Visibility Academy, and it's true to say that being around Donna just brightens up your day. She has this magical way of seeing the funny side of almost anything and to reflect back the shiny brightness that she sees in everyone. She's just a real joy to be around. So Donna, this is a perfect way to kick off a new idea that I've got to ask my guests what sparks joy in them, because we kind of need a little bit of joy in our lives. So what is it that sparks joy in you? Uh, hello, Kat. Hi, it's really good to be here. God, what a lovely introduction. I was like, oh, just listen to that for the next three hours. That'd be wonderful. That sparks joy right into my soul, I can tell you. Um, oh, Kat, so much brings me joy. So much brings me joy. I think that acting like a silly sod and running around my house with my five-year-old daughter and getting down on my knees and playing playing some rough and tumble acting like a wally I mean we had um on Saturday night we had a film night then we had a disco so I, we turned all the lights off and put the disco light lights on in in my um on our, in our living room and um my daughter went let's just in our knickers <laughs> went, yes. okay, obviously I had a top on and knickers I wouldn't give that to the world but yeah I was like oh yeah let's just dance in our knickers um so yeah oh, <laughs> and we're like running around I can see the man over the road kind of like peering out but um yeah I it was just fun so things like that just bring me the ultimate joy being around other human beings it's just, yeah, it's a joy. Well, I can hear in all of that. I knew you'd have a perfect answer to that. And it is something I'm going to be asking all my guests going forward this season. Just just what sparks joy? Just get, tap into that because I think we're we're a bit guilty of forgetting that with all the bad news that's surrounding us. And, you know, it can be quite easy to get absorbed by by that sort of negative side but we I was dancing our knickers right yeah exactly and it's it's sometimes that simple doing something just a bit silly and just yeah and just taking off all that sort of inhibition and saying what would it look like to go back to being reconnecting with play and I think kids kids are a really good source of that so obviously having a five-year-old in the house is a big help but what inspired you to get life shine off the ground in the first place 
So Lifeshine was a, a kernel of an idea after an experience I had taking Primrose to a dance and drama class one Saturday morning. My mum and I, which had been going for a couple of weeks, and my mum and I were there just kind of standing outside, looking in, peering in, and all the little girls were in the middle of the room in their ballet outfits and traditional ballet class as you would imagine it in your mind teacher standing there they, they're all holding hands and they're all pointing their toes in the middle apart from my daughter who had broken free from the ring and was kind of pulling herself on her stomach along the floor <laughs> shouting I'm a slippery slug kind of louder than all the nice twinkly tinkly ballet music there's my daughter like slithering around on the floor being a slug so my mum and I were crying with laughter and um it was one of those moments where in hindsight I wish I hadn't but I kind of was a bit like oh like trying to like usher her like back into the circle you know just trying to like conform to that come on like do your thing and get back into the circle where you're meant to be and as we were leaving, the dance teacher said, okay, bye everybody. She went, oh, Primrose, no more slippery slugs next week. Mm. And Primrose just looked crushed. And at that moment, I felt crushed for her. But that, I think, sowed a seed in my mind. And I then spent weeks just kind of like percolating this thought that why can't she be the slug? And then I kind of thought to myself, my God, like as women, we're kind of always told to get back in our ballet circle, right? We're not allowed to break free and be the slug. And I thought from, she was three and a half at the time. I thought from three and a half, she has is being told to conform to this ideal. And it kind of made me realize that I just saw myself directly in my daughter, that I've always been the slug. I've always wanted to break free of that, that ring of ballerinas. And um, I think I've thoroughly loved being the slug. And I wanted to do something and create something that initially it was just for kids. So to let children know that it was completely okay to be the slug and also completely okay to be the ballerina and also completely okay to be whatever it was they bloody well wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, Life Shine was born and I had, that was the idea. And then a few mums were like, I'd quite like to do a class like this. And so, yeah, so the adult one, I'm working on that and that's coming, that's Love coming it. soon. So, yeah. Oh, it just sounds, and, and yeah, a reminder that a three and a half year old, goodness me, and it just sounds like she was just expressing herself and having a lovely time. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? It's just about being yourself and being able to be yourself. But it's so true that right from an early age, it's this conditioning and this, what's the, what's the norm? Where do we conform? How do we fit in? It is all part of of how we sort of operate within society. And I think that's what resonated so much with me about your story was how much it can actually, if you carry on like that, it can actually re really lead to depression and anxiety and just making you feel not at, at ease with yourself, you know, not comfortable in your own skin. So true. So it's- yeah, Because you get, to, you get to a point when you're 45 and suddenly go, oh God, my, 
my soul hasn't been free for the last mm. 35 years. Like what has been going on? And you, you realize that when you get to a point where you're like, oh, but now I don't think I'm really allowed to be a slug because I've kind of, I've, I've crafted this world for myself where I'm now an adult and everything's serious. So, so even though like I'm yearning to be that silly slug, I'm kind of not allowed to. So yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. It's, um, finding a way to unleash that that's that's deep within us and interesting that you know you start off with kids because that's yeah our inhibitions aren't so fixed and that's an easy place to start but already you've got adults going I quite want to dance around the living room in my pants actually that that sounds like quite a lot of fun you know just amazing so talk me through what what's um what sort of things happen in the classes what do you do with people uh, we just have the best fun so we have really amazing music that we dance to like crazy really aware that I didn't want it to be dance classes so they're not dance classes I use a lot of the principles of performing arts training but all of the kind of confidence bits like the speaking bit so we introduce ourselves and then because I've got a lot of the um, kind of wellness techniques peppered in as well. So um, we had a lot about, we had a lot, we do a lot about kindness, a lot about wellness, a lot about um, mindfulness. We do a meditation, we do a visualization, we do things like slightly shift perspective. So for example, we do a treasure hunt every day. And one of the days I asked them to bring two things back that they loved and two things and one thing back that they were just indifferent about. I explained what the word indifferent meant and they all came back with like, that was brilliant. The things that they loved were just like things that you would expect, teddies and dolls and cars and that kind of stuff. But um, the indifferent stuff, I think there was a door start, a door wedge, <laughs> a bottle of soya milk and a red tea towel it was just all those like things I was like oh brilliant the indifferent things are amazing and so then I just did an exercise with them where I asked them to look at the thing they felt indifferent about with love and kind of really like can they find anything really nice about it that makes them feel like they feel good about the thing and then they was like again one of the my um, little boys said actually just looking at my tea towel and I really like the color red and I hadn't really thought about that before and I was like yeah exactly and then so I was like you know the door wedge is actually really useful and it's like yes exactly and like you know I don't like soya milk but my mum loves soya milk so it's like yes exactly so it's like just like a little bit of perspective shifting and um but most of all it's just a bit of a royal romper we just have an absolute giggle and dance and go crazy I choose crazy songs yeah we all have a scream and that emphasis is just so much on fun it sounds like yeah it sounds like the sort of space you just that's how you want to start the day it's just brilliant and I remember you telling me a story about tapping into that joy in the first place because it really is a compass for you I mean it's just like if I just find the joy in the situation that just lifts my spirits and everybody's spirits around me I remember this beautiful story about your grandpa when you were younger and just and it's so true that these things like the the slug story it just sort of it, it's all latent isn't it it's all inside us you know there's all this stuff inside us and it's just waiting to 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 come out if we just let it just yeah, yeah absolutely it's always I um it's funny it's not a kind of it's not one of those kind of like blindly happy like doesn't notice what's going on in the world just like oh everything's fine and crazy yeah. in my world. Not, it's not that but actually you know I, I do experience deep sadness and deep upset and you know all that stuff but actually 
I do have a thermostat that is higher up in the happiness place and I think there is in in like the air so so it doesn't take me as long to kind of bounce back to happiness I can give myself a couple of days where I go do you know what I'm going to just like put my head down and just like just be in this pain or in this mm-hmm. feeling I've got right now but I always trust and know that I will come back to this which is happy Donna yeah. because that's where my thermostat is and we can all do things to kind of build that thermostat and it is all stuff like that the joy putting on songs that you love, watching an amazing nostalgic movie, running around in your knickers and dancing to disco lights in your lid. Like all of that stuff raises that thermostat, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, good fun. It's kind of, it's kind of, for me, it feels like when you, when you feel your energy levels are sort of going down into that, it's being, creating an awareness around that and saying, but I, I know I've got tools to just, yeah, sometimes we we're not we're not all going to resonate on like a hundred percent joy all the time. No. But I know that I can bring myself out of those bleak moments or those those moments where I'm just feeling a bit low, and knowing that I have those those tools with me all the time. And that's that feels like what you're teaching the kids. It's about saying, you know, I can go and pick up a doorstep stop and start a conversation around it. You know, it's it's that simple, and and just bring the funny side of of that. So really powerful stuff that you're teaching kids from an early instead of this sort of conforming and everybody standing around and being in the ballet circle it's like how do I embrace who I am and what I can bring to the party which is so powerful stand up in my on my own two little feet and just be who I am yeah so powerful and I love 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 the fact that you know from a kindness point of view your very first instinct was through lockdown was just to offer these classes for free and you know brighten people's mornings because we're all sort of trapped at home and and I know there's such pressure for for parents homeschooling and things finding different resources to just break up the monotony if you like so it must have been yeah just such a lovely thing to do Yeah, I kind of, I always go from looking at my daughter and thinking, what would I like to do? What would she like? And, um, and I just thought, if I just open these classes up for free, it just means that whoever wants to access it can just access it whenever they want to. Mm. And there was no real the original idea was to do a program with a with a kind of a linear program that had a kind of beginning and middle and an end. And I thought, actually, if I just make them drop in. And so if you, you just want to come in on the Wednesday, absolutely fine. So, you know, like some days would be packed, some days would be a little bit emptier, but that was also fine. And it was just all about, yeah, just about opening that up. And also, you know, like it was good for me because it allowed me to hone my craft what I'm doing I was allowed it allowed me to really see ah they're really responding to this this is something new try new things out you know so um so yeah and and get some amazing feedback I imagine just just sort of from parents standing in the background going phew for for one hour of of every day I can just yeah tap into this and and have a little one who's really enjoyed herself or himself and and had a lovely time just yeah they loved it absolutely loved it and um Primrose has made a little, they made friends as well during lockdown. Primrose is an only child and one of the other little girls, Alexandra, is an only child and they made 
they made a friendship. They they kind of they both there's a television program that they both adore. So they both were talking about that, and um, they'd like see see each other in the morning, and it was the same energy when they saw each other in the morning that Primrose would have when she was at the school gate and saw one of her friends like Alexandra, yeah, like really excited seeing her. And now they're pen pals. She lives on the Isle of Wight and they write letters to one another. So, oh my uh, goodness, that's a beautiful story. That's amazing. Gosh. So there's sort of learning really from an early age that you can create these sort of virtual relationships. It doesn't, I mean, I think, I think for kids, the thing they've missed out so much on is that play and being able to go out and socialize. And yeah, I mean, and if anything, it's, it's catching up is not about getting back to an academic point of, of like, oh, you've caught up with your schoolwork. It really is just saying what's been missing in your life is that access to play and connection and sociability so yeah let's just bring more of that on you know if we're going to extend school days let's make it more playtime such a valuable thing that you're you're helping them to sort of overcome that and finding ways around it brilliant yeah I did think to myself you know that I could I thought oh if she needs to catch up at some point on the academic stuff you know she's five so you know I can relax a bit but um you know it's kind of if there's stuff that she needs to catch up with I'll deal with that later the bit for Mm. me that was really important was making sure that we got air and making sure that we in just enjoyed the world around us and making sure that you know we went on um we spent about an hour the other day on google earth just going to different places around the world where should we go oh volcanoes let's see volcanoes zoom into volcanoes where should we go now obviously disneyland and you can go into disneyland on google earth so it was just like oh nana and granddad's house obviously but like all around the world we went it was fantastic so um yeah it's just but it's that sort of wide-eyed wonder thing that's um yeah primrose is like that's what but i want to find one that is actually Taste people like like erupting. I was like, okay, I don't think there's one of those on Google Earth. We'll have to try. So um, yeah, but just you know, that's that's the fun stuff, right? Yeah, anything's possible. Brilliant. And you know, knowing how much kindness is part of your philosophy, I'm just so intrigued to hear what is your what's the act of simple kindness that you've brought to me with a story to, to share. So, Kat, this question has given me kind of not sleepless nights but it's been really an earworm as simple as kind is because there are just so many around me and I just couldn't choose and then yesterday my parents came over and Primrose was here and I bought a cake and we had a little cake and a cup of tea and my dad said do you want me to um I'll take all these cardboard, these bits of cardboard down when I go, like obviously bits from Amazon. I've been ordering like a... <laughs> We've all been guilty of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Emotional spending. Um, he went, I'll take, I'll um, collapse these uh, Amazon boxes before I go. He went, oh, have you got all your dresses off? Oh no, I'll take your dress off here. Like, and he's tearing the dress up. And I just looked at him and just thought, that I think, those two, my mum and dad, I left Primrose's dad where three years ago, And they have just been an absolute rock for me and for Primrose. From when I was working full time, I would leave the house at seven, get back at quarter to eight. And, you know, they'd have picked her up at three and she'd be bathed, fed, 
in my bed. My mum would be reading her a story. I would be, I'd literally get in, undress, jump into the bed. Hi, baby. Like just get into the bed and take over. That just knowing that there's that that my my mum and dad have been there for me and Primrose and kind of understood how difficult it's been just with me on my own and doing simple stuff like collapsing the boxes and taking them down to the um, recycling and my mum dropping in a fish pie some on a Sunday like they have just been the the thing that in terms of gratitude that is kindness kind of overfloweth with with those two it's been incredible Oh, well, I know, I know they're going to get to listen to this. And that's one of the things that brings me such joy is knowing how much, you know, I get to reach out to people and go, I think you're one of the wisest, kindest people on the planet. Do you want to be on my podcast? And then what happens is people tell stories and invariably that then ripples out because they're often thanking people, finding gratitude, just amazing. So big thank you to your mum and dad just for seeing you and knowing that, you know, it's, it's almost just a way of saying, listen, we know you're on the right path and you're doing all the right things and where can we support you? It's just those little acts that just make such a big difference. Oh. Also, I think it's kind of, it's different, like what you, you kind of see, I, I portray to the world, like kind of really independent 45 year old woman. Yes, I'm a single mother, but that's the kind of what I'm portraying out to the world. But actually, you know, there's without those two, I wouldn't be, I couldn't be this person, you know, and obviously Primrose's dad is still incredibly active and he's around a lot and they have like regular contacts, all that kind of stuff. But it's, but it's, it's, it's the fish pie and the yeah. box. Like that's the, that's the stuff that is, um, and the cheese straws and the, I've parboiled some potatoes and I'll drop those over. Like what? I mean, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Like you just read my bloody mind. Thank you. You know, it's that kind of stuff. That's the, that's the proper stuff. And I think what I love about it the most is it's such simple things. It doesn't take a lot of time. It just, it, it just shows that they're thinking of you and that they've really, I think taking the weight off your shoulders a little bit. It is weight. It's weight. It is, it is lifting some of that weight. I think sometimes when I look at work and around the home and with Primrose and I'm like, oh my God. Then suddenly it's like, yes thank you a fish pie is exactly what I needed today thank you so much it just takes one thing off yeah and allows you the space because I mean you're holding down this amazing full-time job you've got this incredible side hustle you are constantly giving out to other people and just knowing that they see that I think and and just say I've left my job now Oh my goodness. So this brings us into, I mean, obviously <laughs> the obvious challenge that comes up is just being a single parent and how demanding that is and how challenging that is. But, oh my word, tell me more about what have the challenges been around, you know, cause you just went at it. You went with this side hustle. I'm just going to build this up until I've got the confidence to go boom. Yeah and step into this whole new identity it's a big risky thing to do so I know you've probably bought a a challenge with you but I I just want to hear a bit more about that first yeah I mean that is uh, that could have been seen as insanity leaving my job in November single mother 
um, middle of a pandemic, you know, it's just, you know, all this stuff. Um, my business wasn't earning me any money at that time. <laughs> but I just said, I have utter faith that if I leave, that a net will appear. I just have faith in that. I just do. And lo and behold, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. It's it's been one of those kind of like the the challenging bit actually is being that shift in monthly thinking or having a boss thinking. I made a decision the other day where I gave someone something. Um, was like, oh yeah, I'll just do that for nothing. It's fine. I'll do that. And then I was kind of like looked around, <laughs> like <laughs> check with somebody. And I was like, oh no, it's my thing. It's my thing. I can just I'm do that. <laughs> so nice. Um, so yeah, it's been yeah, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. It's yeah. I just not. I wish I'd done it sooner because the time was absolutely right for me. But um, but I just feel so bloody ready, so ready, and so excited. Yeah. And it's so true that, you know, what you say about the time being right, it's almost like counterintuitive. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Why would you leave the security of a paid job? But actually that's, you've seen a need that is so great. You know, as people are coming out of this, they're going to need just those reminders to spark joy and that sense of community. And, you know, that everything that you're doing with this is just what's needed right now. So it feels like perfect time and it is it's hard you know going from that structure of a full-time job where you have all the the boss in place and when you're not there someone else is covering you and you can take a day off and then suddenly oh my goodness I am the boss yeah that's a huge challenge so so how have you sort of kind of adapted to that mindset what what have you put in place to really help you along that that you know what? I, I had like loads of plans and then Boris closed the schools in January. So it was kind of like everything was kind of ready to go. And I was like, oh, you're now going to make me homeschool. <laughs> a bit like, okay. Um, so it's just, it, there's just a belief. There's just, it's just, a, it's just purely, it's belief. It is, um, I've taken away the option of it not working in my mind. Mm. I've just taken that option away. I've removed it. It's kind of like, of course it's going to work. That's fine. And and that has been a massive shift for me. And it's a journey still. I'm not there yet, but I feel so aligned with what I'm doing, so excited about what I'm doing. And I think, God, if I'm excited and when I tell people what I'm doing, their faces light up. And when I, they say, oh, I'm going to send my kid or, oh, I'd love to come. Or I'm like, I'm going in the right direction. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting that sort of spark of energy from, from the sort of feedback you're getting. But also yeah. it just feels like it's coming right from your heart. So all that motivation that you need even on the hard days, and there will be days where you just wake up and go, oh, what have I done? What have I done? But that's what sort of carries you through those those challenging moments. Just that, that as you say, it's almost like a faith that I'm yeah. on the right path, I'm doing the right thing without yeah. actually knowing it. Because I, I don't think we can ever really know, but just it feels so good to be moving towards something that feels so aligned with who we are. Yeah. I mean, it feels like you're really living and breathing what you're what you're actually giving to people in the class, which is just embrace who you are and start to ask yourself, 
what resonates what what feels good on a day-to-day basis and how can you I felt like I, yeah I, th- I felt like I had to you know you kind of go you need to you know I need to be walking the walk if I'm talking the talk you know and it's kind of like I I need to make sure that that I'm practicing the kind of stuff that I'm telling people like even today like Primrose was really feeling a bit apprehensive this morning about going to school we had tears last night and then she was okay this morning but last night we'd spoken a lot about I put a bubble of light around her and we made sure like she had roots growing out of her feet so she felt grounded we put a so I just like all that stuff I'm like I'm I'm living that stuff and so this morning I was brushing her hair I was like right roots bubble she's like yeah got them got them so we're like you know like that that was her little toolkit you know she goes to school in her bubble and she feels good and protected and ready and um and yeah so I do try and bring it as much as I can into my into my world into our life yeah absolutely and knowing that you know you still have all those skill sets that took you to that really high-end corporate job so none of that goes away and if at the end of a year you decide actually I really want to go back and explore what that structure would look like there's always that possibility that is the safety net I guess for you it's just to say give yourself this gift to explore this see where it takes you take a few risks just magic just amazing oh well you know I I can only think that so from what I'm seeing it's like you're putting out all this stuff and it's coming back to you in terms of feedback for how you craft it, how you actually build this thing and, and really, you know, what, what people want and what people are looking for. And then, and then, you know, just all the publicity that comes with that people want to, people want to talk to you because you are just radiating all this energy about it. It's just magical, just amazing. So I know that music must play an, a huge part in these classes because it's just, you know, that's just a way to help people let go and and embrace their, their crazy inner self. But when it comes to pieces of music that really take you to a special place, what's your what's the piece of music that you've brought to me to, to tell me a story about? Again, there are so many so many songs so many songs that mean so much to me and different I've got different songs different moods I'll kind of if I'm feeling down I'll like whack on some musical theatre and I'll be like the singer at the top of my voice then I'll be like yes like come on ready to go like some <laughs> kind of someone at the barricades in Les Mis like yes this is how I'm gonna start my day but the song I've chosen actually is the really personal choice and not generally my style of music that I would really kind of a go-to style of music that I would listen to but um, it's basically a song called Omiya Babino Caro by and it's not by her but she but is the version I've chosen is a version by Carmen Menaka when she sung with Andre Rieu now these my grandmother had the DVD of Andre Rieu in concert and I think it was Vienna. I think it's Vienna with beautiful, beautiful setting. And she used to sit and just watch the DVD. And the so- this Omiya Babina Caro is the song that she just would sit and watch with tears in her eyes. And so whenever I hear this song, or if I want to feel close to her, I put this song on and um, it's like I'm sitting in the room with her. Just amazing. So I, yeah, it's not, is it, is it an opera song? Is it a, is it a, 
Wow. Yeah, it's basically, the story, it's got a story to it as well. It's basically about a, I believe, I believe, it's about a girl who falls in love. She's just completely in love with a guy, but she's been, her father has chosen a different man for her to marry. And the song is basically her pleading with her father that she can't marry this man. She has to marry the man that she loves. And she even says in the song, if you don't let me marry the man I love, I will throw myself off the Ponte Vecchio. So she'll throw herself off of the bridge. Like she's that in love with this guy. And um, it's just, it's just like Carmen Monaco just sings it so beautifully. It's like this, and you can really hear her like pleading with her father because of how in love she is. And I just find it so beautiful. And isn't that just so remarkable that it's actually a story about being true to yourself and honouring what you really need and going against what society's sort of dictated for you and your expectations. That is just kind of magical in a way that it connects you to your grandmother. So there's obviously that reason for like, you know, because I know family connections are so important to you. But wow, that is just so beautiful that it's a story within a story almost. It's kind of, I can yeah. see you sort of almost playing out that story. It's like, no, I've just got to be true to myself. If I just take that as being my compass, life gets better. Phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, one of the things I love about this playlist is it's so eclectic. There's just never a week goes by where there's a new song added. And I mean, last week was um, Simona Barbieri from HubDot and she added uh, Amazing Grace. And I was like, oh my word, I haven't heard that in so long. And I've been playing it all week and it's just, mm. it reminds me of my grandparents. So, oh, thank you for that. I can't wait to put it on the playlist and have a listen and just be transported. So yeah, and it's been lovely because I've listened to it a number of times since you've asked the question and actually it's like really nice to just like oh I just like sat and just allowed like you know that time just to just to be back with her in her living room you know but what I love now is that whenever I hear it I'm going to be sort of there's going to be an image of you and this huge smile conjured up so (laughs) that's that's such a gift brilliant and then we're here to talk about collective wisdom you've shared so much wisdom around yeah, stepping into your own sense of self and sometimes you just have to take a risk. Sometimes you just have to sit with it. I mean, I know you spent a bit of time just going through the motions of what's it look like and and, and you can never be totally, totally sure. You just, at some point you have to just go, I'm just going to go for this and see what happens. But what's the piece of wisdom that you kind of come back to again and again? My piece of wisdom for the grown-ups in the room are just find that kid inside and just indulge him or her every now and again. Because when I'm dancing in the living room in my knickers with disco lights with my daughter, it truly, truly couldn't be any more joyous if it tried I mean it truly is the most joyful thing now and I think with as adults we tend to be a bit like oh I can only have a drink to like get up and dance you know like um, (laughs) 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 well I stopped drinking nearly over a year and a half ago and actually 
since then, I've been able to find how joyful that feels just from like a soul level, you know, like how joyful that kind of stuff is. And imagining yourself as a five, six, seven year old at a kid's party and what you were what made you joyous then like the actual adrenaline and life that was running through you at that moment wasn't fueled by alcohol or anything else maybe some sweets but um yeah, maybe some sugar but um apart from that it was yeah but apart from that it was purely because you were just bloody excited about seeing your friends and about dancing to music about wearing your nice clothes about going out and doing a nice thing you know it's and I think it's just access that as often as you possibly can, because I'm learning more and more and more that we've all been duped into adulthood. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And it's like that sense of wonder that kids bring to the table, you know, that sort of <gasps> a new flavor of ice cream and you can get really excited. Oh my goodness. And yeah, and we, it's all still there. But we put so many layers over the top. It's so true. And it's it's often, you know, as a coach, I hear a lot of people say, oh, I just don't know what my passion is. I don't know what my purpose is. But it lies quite often just by going back to what was it you did as a kid that you were so excited that even when someone called you for tea, it was like, I've just got to finish this. I'm just going to, you know, what were those things? Go back there and see what it was that you were really resonating with. What 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 sparked so, you? Yeah. It's exactly there. It's exactly there where this fire lies. Yeah. That's where it is. Absolutely. It's me coming out behind my curtain singing Diana Ross's Chain Reaction. <laughs> like that's where it is. You know, that's where it is. I was on stage on. Forget that that's exactly where I was and you know left to my own devices if I want to feel joy that's exactly where I go and just to be back in that space before because I think yeah pre seven eight we start to get those inhibitions yeah. we start to compare ourselves with other people and Absolutely. yeah just sort of stem that flow of of where we can be really creative who we are and and what makes us tick yeah and i think so just true. don't attach don't attach to an outcome when we were kids we didn't start painting thinking right i'm gonna really <laughs> this is gonna be an amazing we just started bloody painting and we saw what happened and it just sometimes it was amazing sometimes it was a bit rubbish but it didn't matter we enjoyed the the process of doing it yeah. but i think as grown-ups we tell ourselves that, oh, if I don't earn money out of that, that means that that's not my job. So that means I'm not good at it. So that means, so it's kind of like, or I haven't really invested in this hobby. So it's kind of like, right, I want to paint. Okay, I'll buy the easel, buy the, buy the, buy the, you buy all the things because you're investing in a serious hobby. Even the, even the bit that's meant to bring you joy suddenly becomes serious because you're like serious it's about the hobby. Pressure on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or in some pens and paint and draw and just or sculpt or put some music on and dance or put some music on and sing and just yeah unleash that creativity write write stuff journal yeah. but write write poetry write how you feel about stuff go outside and look at wonder at the world exactly as you say wonder as to why pebbles have landed on the have washed up on the beach like where did they come from wonder as to like who laid the stones in the old wall by the church like wonder about all that stuff 
there's so much out there and we just walk past it blindly. And I yes. love what you're saying about, yeah, take away the outcome. It doesn't have to have a finished, you know, yeah. we spend our lives just sort of as adults comparing our really messy first version when we've just started this new thing with someone else's 20-year version. And, yeah, no wonder then we sort of go, oh, it's really rubbish. But but actually appreciate that getting 1% better every day is part of that process. You know, what does it feel like to just say, I'm just going to, just going to sit with being really bad at this until I get better and see, yeah. see where yeah. that goes. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, so that's, yeah. So just tapping into your inner child is really, is yeah. yeah, such powerful stuff. And it's kind of what you're doing every day. And isn't that true that once you, once you find that thing that sparks joy in you, if you can do a little bit of it every day and maybe even make a job out of it, you know, if, if, if you can then turn that into something that you literally get to get out of bed and do this every single day. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Life just the thermostat comes up, right? The happiness thermostat comes yeah. up. Yeah. I knew it would be a really powerful conversation with you, Donna. I just <laughs> was kind of, Oh, it was just like, and what you were saying about waiting for the right time. Cause I mean, we could have had this conversation at any time and there was just a post on Instagram and I just saw you sort of radiating all that warmth and energy. And I was just like, yes, we need to get Donna on the podcast quick. <laughs> and here she is. And it's so true that you just, you put out that intention into the world and it comes back to you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So where anyone who's been listening to this and is interested in whether it's for their kids or for maybe for themselves, because I'm sort of now thinking maybe I'll crack on and do a an adult class when they get yeah, rolled out. Where can we find you? I am at mylifeshines.com and I'm on Instagram as mylifeshines and on Facebook as mylifeshines. So um, that's where I am. Perfect. Well, I'll make sure there's a link to all of that in the show notes. But in the meantime, thank you so much for just brightening my day. As I said at the beginning, you just walk into the room and you just radiate all this joy. And I can't wait for the fact that your mum and dad will get to listen to this and just hear genuinely how much you appreciate them, because that's such a gorgeous, gorgeous story. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I've absolutely loved it. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to have you as part of my little collective wisdom. And for anyone who's just feeling a little bit flat this morning or need of a lift. Yeah. You've just heard it. Just go, maybe, maybe put some music on in your, go out in the garden where no one can see you and just, just dance. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thanks so much for being here, Donna. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There are almost a million podcasts out there to choose from, so I really appreciate you for choosing this one and spending your valuable time with me today. If you found it helpful, I would be truly grateful if you would rate and review it as it helps others to find us. And if you haven't already, you can hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts to be sure of getting every episode sent to you. You can find all the resources we talk about and more about my guests in the show notes over at collectivewisdom.podbean.com or you can find me on Instagram at collectivewisdompod where I'd love to hear any feedback, suggestions for new guests or comments that you have. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're interested to know more about how my coaching can help you, you can find more about that on my website at catpreston.com. Thank you so much for joining me.